Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. I want to welcome you here this morning on this Monday morning, July 24th, 2023. Hope you had a great weekend. Now we're getting ready to start this new week. What better way to do that than to spend some time in the presence of God and in prayer and in the Word. Just really get things off to a good start. So, uh, for those that are, happen to be, maybe this is your first time listening to this, uh, this podcast goes through what is known as the Daily Office. This is a liturgical uh, prayer service, a set prayer service for morning prayer and evening prayer. Uh, it's developed out of the Anglican tradition, out of the Church of England. And it's a way of spending time going through the Word, going through um, the Psalms, but also spending time in prayer for uh, confession, as well as for petition and for thanksgiving and for adoration. It it really grounds me in my in my prayer and devotion time, and I love the language in it. The language is is saturated in scripture and it's uh, just beautiful sometimes it it says those things that i wish i could think of myself but just don't have the words for it at the time sometimes it's just a it's just a very enriching experience and so for those of you that may be like i was and having some trouble with uh, maintaining a consistent prayer and devotion life um, maybe this is an option for you. I, I wanted to put this out there because it was helpful to me uh, doing this, and I thought maybe it might help other people as well. So if you'd like to follow along with that liturgy, with those set prayers, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com and follow along that way. Uh, you can also go to the Anglican Church in North America's website. I'm using the prayers out of their uh, Book of Common Prayer published in 2019. You can go to net. click on the resources tab, go to Book of Common Prayer, and you should be able to find links to morning prayer, to evening prayer, um, and you can follow along that way. Or if you'd like, you can just feel free to sit and pray along with me as I go through the service. Whichever way you do it, I just uh, hope and pray that it's a blessing to you. And so as we prepare to begin, I always like to um, take some time just in silent reflection. This is a holy time. We're coming before the Lord. We're coming before the King and Creator of the universe. So spending a little time in silence, just preparing our hearts, I think is a very valuable thing going into prayer. So... I just invite you to do that. We'll spend a, a few moments in silence just preparing our hearts for worship. So again, this is morning prayer for Monday, July 24th, 2023. This is the Monday after the 8th Sunday after Pentecost. And as we do with every service, uh, we begin with an opening sentence of scripture, so we'll begin there. <clears throat> I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. 
Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come into his presence, to give thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let's go on to the Venite, which is Psalm 95. The psalm will begin and end with a response, with a responsory, pardon me, and the response is, O come, let us adore him. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great king above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, 
and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. O come, let us adore him. <clears throat> the Psalms appointed for this 24th day of the month for morning prayer. The, I should say, the Psalms go in a 30-day cycle. So in the course of 30 days, we will actually go through all 150 Psalms. So for this 24th day of the month for morning prayer, our Psalms begin with Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he heard the voice of my prayer. Because he inclined his ear to me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me, and the pains of the grave laid hold of me. I suffered trouble and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech you, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Indeed, our God is full of compassion. The Lord preserves the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has rewarded you. You have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and therefore will I speak. I am greatly troubled. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What shall I give unto the Lord for all the benefits that he has done unto me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the presence of all his people. Dear in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have broken my bonds asunder. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the sight of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Going on to Psalm 117. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise him, all you peoples. For great is his loving kindness towards us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Going on to Psalm 118. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious. His mercy endures forever. Let Israel now confess that he is gracious, that his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now confess that his mercy endures forever. 
Indeed, let those who fear the Lord confess that his mercy endures forever. I called upon the Lord in trouble, and the Lord heard me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do to me. The Lord takes my side with those who help me. Therefore shall I look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in princes. All the nations encompass me, but in the name of the Lord will I cut them off. They hem me in on every side. Indeed, they hem me in on every side. But in the name of the Lord will I cut them off. They come about me like bees and blaze like fire among the thorns. But in the name of the Lord will I cut them off. I was thrust aside so that I almost fell. But the Lord was my help. The Lord is my strength and my song and has become my salvation. The voice of joy and deliverance is in the dwellings of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord brings mighty things to pass. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord brings mighty things to pass. I shall not die, but live, and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened and corrected me but he has not given me over to death. Open unto me the gates of righteousness, that I may go into them, and give thanks unto the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, the righteous shall enter into it. I will thank you, for you have heard me, and have become my salvation. The same stone which the builders refused has become the chief cornerstone this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Help me now, O Lord. O Lord, send us now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord who has shown us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will thank you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious. His mercy endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson for this morning prayer service is a reading from the first book of Samuel, beginning with the fourteenth chapter and the first verse. One day Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who carried his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistine garrison on the other side but he did not tell his father. Saul was staying in the outskirts of Gibeah in the pomegranate cave at Migron. 
The people who were with him were about six hundred men, including Ahijah the son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, son of Phinehas, son of Eli the priest of the Lord in Shiloh, wearing an ephod. And the people did not know that Jonathan had gone. Within the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistine garrison, there was a rocky crag on the one side and a rocky crag on the other. The name of the one was Bozes, and the name of the other, Seneh. The one crag rose on the north in front of Michmash, and the other on the south in front of Geba. Jonathan said to the young man who carried his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing can hinder the Lord from, save, from saving by many or by few. And his armor-bearer said to him, Do all that is in your heart. Do as you wish. Behold, I am with you heart and soul. Then Jonathan said, Behold, we will cross over to the men, and we will show ourselves to them. If they say to us, Wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place, and we will not go up to them. But if they say, Come up to us, then we will go up, for the Lord has given them into our hand. And this shall be the sign to us. So both of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Look, Hebrews are coming out of the holes where they have hidden themselves. And the men of the garrison hailed Jonathan and his armor-bearer and said, Come up to us, we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said to his armor-bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. Then Jonathan climbed up on his hands and feet, and his armor-bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan, and his armor-bearer killed them after him. And that first strike which Jonathan and his armor-bearer made killed about twenty men within, as it were half a furrow's length in an acre of land. And there was a panic in the camp, in the field, and among all the people. The garrison and even the raiders trembled. The earth quaked, and it became a very great panic. And the watchmen of Saul and Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitudes were dispersing here and there. Then Saul said to the people who were with him, Count and see who has gone from us. And when they had counted... Behold, Jonathan and his armor-bearer were not there. So Saul said to Ahijah, Bring the ark of God here. For the ark of God went at that time with the people of Israel. Now while Saul was talking to the priest, the tumult in the camp of the Philistines increased more and more. So Saul said to the priest, Withdraw your hand. Then Saul and all the people who were with him rallied and went into the battle. And behold, every Philistine sword was against his fellow, and there was very great confusion. Now the Hebrews who had been with the Philistines before that time, and who had gone up with them into the camp, even they also turned to be with the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, when all the men of Israel who had hidden themselves in the hill country of Ephraim heard that the Philistines were fleeing, they too followed hard after them in the battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle passed beyond Beth-Avon. 
And the men of Israel had been hard-pressed that day. So Saul had laid an oath on the people, saying, Cursed be the man who eats food until it is evening, and I am avenged on my enemies. So none of the people had tasted food. Now when all the people came to the forest, behold, there was honey on the ground. And when the people entered the forest, behold, the honey was dropping, but no one put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard his father charge the people with the oath, so he put out the tip of his staff that was in his hand, and dipped it in the honeycomb, and put his hand to his mouth, and he his eyes became bright. Then one of the people said, Your father strictly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man who eats food this day. And the people were faint. Then Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. See how my eyes have become bright because I tasted a little of this honey. How much better if the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies that they found. For now the defeat among the Philistines has not been great. They struck down the Philistines that day from Michmash to Aijalon. And the people were very faint. The people pounced on the spoil and took sheep and oxen and calves and slaughtered them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. Then they told Saul, Behold, the people are sinning against the Lord by eating with the blood. And he said, You have dealt treacherously. Roll a great stone to me here. And, and Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people and say to them, Let every man bring his ox or his sheep and slaughter them here and eat, and do not sin against the Lord by eating with the blood. So every one of the people brought his ox with him that night, and they slaughtered them there. And Saul built an altar to the Lord. It was the first altar that he built to the Lord. Then Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night and plunder them until the morning light. Let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatever seems good to you. But the priest said, Let us draw near to God here. And Saul inquired of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you give them into the hand of Israel? But he did not answer him that day. And Saul said, Come here, all you leaders of the people, and know and see how this sin has arisen today. For as the Lord lives who saves Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But there was not a man among all the people who answered him. Then he said to all Israel, You shall be on one side, and I and Jonathan my son will be on the other side. And the people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said, O Lord God of Israel, why have you not answered your servant this day? If this guilt is in me or in Jonathan my son, O Lord God of Israel, give Urim. But if this guilt is in your people Israel, give Thummim. And Jonathan and Saul were taken, but the people escaped. Then Saul said, Cast the lot between me and my son Jonathan. And Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what you have done. And Jonathan told him, I tasted a little honey with the tip of my staff that was in my hand. Here I am. I will die. 
And Saul said, God do so to me, and more also. You shall surely die, Jonathan. Then the people said to Saul, Shall Jonathan die who has worked this great salvation in Israel? Far from it. As the Lord lives, there shall not one hair of his head fall to the ground, for he has worked with God this day. So the people ransomed Jonathan so that he did not die. Then Saul went up from pursuing the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. When Saul had taken the kingship over Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab, against the Ammonites, against Edom, against the kings of Zobah, and against the Philistines. Wherever he turned, he routed them. And he did valiantly and struck the Amalekites and delivered Israel out of the hands of those who plundered them. Now the sons of Israel were Jonathan, Ishvi, and Malkishua. And the names of his two daughters were these. The name of the firstborn was Mirab, and the name of the younger, Michal. And the name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaaz. <clears throat> and the name of the commander of his army was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. There was hard fighting against the Philistines all the days of Saul. And when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he attached him to himself. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the words of the Tadeum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. 
Let us never be put to shame. <clears throat> the second lesson for this service is taken from a reading from St. Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians, beginning with the seventh chapter and the first verse. <clears throat> Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from every defilement of body and spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. Make room in your hearts for us. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have taken advantage of no one. I do not say this to condemn you, for I said that you are in our hearts, to die together and to live together. I am acting with great boldness toward you. I have great pride in you. I am filled with comfort. In all our affliction, I am overflowing with joy. For even when we came into Macedonia, our bodies had no rest, but we were afflicted at every turn, fight, fighting without and fear within. But God, who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the coming of Titus, and not only by his coming, but also by the comfort with which he was comforted by you, as he told us of your longing, your mourning, your zeal for me, so that I rejoiced still more. For even if I made you grieve with my letter, I do not regret it. Though I did regret it, for I see that that letter grieved you, though only for a while. As it is, I rejoice, not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting. For you felt a godly grief, so that you suffered no loss through us. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret whereas worldly grief produces death. For see what earnestness this godly grief has produced in you, but also what eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what fear, what longing, what zeal, what punishment. At every point you have proved yourselves innocent in the matter. So although I wrote to you, it was not for the sake of the one who did the wrong, nor for the sake of the one who suffered the wrong. But in order that your earnestness for us might be revealed to you in the sight of God, therefore we are comforted. And besides our own comfort, we rejoiced still more at the joy of Titus, because his spirit has been refreshed by you all. For whatever boasts I made to him about you, I was not put to shame. But just as everything we said to you was true, so also our boasting before Titus has proved true. And his affection for you is even greater, as he remembers the obedience of you all, how you received him with fear and trembling. I rejoice, because I have complete confidence in you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the words of the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. 
This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Monday after the 8th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. O God, you declare your almighty power, chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace, that we, running to obtain your promises, 
may become partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A college for the renewal of life. Let us pray. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning. Drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law and guide our feet into the way of peace. That, having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name, Amen. <clears throat> so we are now at the part of the service where you are free to pause for a moment to offer your own intercessions and petitions for yourself or others. And then we'll come back together for the general Thanksgiving. Now that we've brought our petitions and needs before the Lord, let us thank him for his blessings in the words of the general thanksgiving. Let's pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all, for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
Well, that brings us to the end of morning prayer for this Monday. Thank you so much for taking the time to come before the Lord here with me. I hope it's been a great experience for you. and I hope that you're getting a chance to grow in your faith as you go through this uh, time of morning and evening prayer. If it has and you'd like to uh, pass the word along on that, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. And of course, if you have any anything else you want to let me know about, any prayer requests, any questions, any thoughts on this format, anything like that, by all means, definitely reach out to me. You can also reach me on Twitter at commonprayer419. So, I know this is going a little bit longer today, so we'll go ahead and get ready to wrap things up. Be sure to subscribe where you're, wherever you're hearing this podcast. Um, that way you make sure not to miss any of the prayer services i put those out on mondays wednesdays and fridays 8 a.m eastern for morning prayer 5 p.m eastern for evening prayer so definitely don't miss uh don't miss the service so thank you so much for joining me today again this is common prayer my name is craig kelly i pray god's rich blessings on your life and i will see you next time